Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, you really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Another Sunday morning appears before us. We out here. And uh, it is I, Mike Lynch, and he, Rashad Taylor, and Joe Fisher now behind the glass. And uh, we will start there because we have to address it. Um, Jesse was uh, one of those who was laid off with the uh, layoffs that have been happening across the country. So uh, it sucks. It's sad. Um, I, I reached out to Jesse. I know you did as well. And, and I, I shot him a text and he said, I can't help but be disappointed, but I appreciated working with you guys for so many years. Um, and maybe, you know, when all this ends, the door is open for him to come back. I don't really know how this works, right? Like people getting laid off aren't just getting permanently laid off necessarily. Um, they're just uh, being laid off until money comes back. So maybe he can come back and do the show again. I don't really know how that's going to go. But for now, I'll just say thank you, Jesse, for all the years of hard work and for being a good part of the show and for your very, very, very good football acumen, oh, which was vital for us at times. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it, it, when I got the message, it was, it was you know, it's a pretty tough pill to swallow. We've been doing the show now for six years, and uh, Jesse is one of the guys that's very seldom missed the show. Like, as, you know, as we're here. He's only ever missed for his water polo tournament. Yeah, something really, you know, <laughs> one of his, you know, ESPN, the Ocho type sports uh, that he would, you know, do, but... Uh, Got a chance to talk to him yesterday, and he's he's in good spirits. You know, he's loved his time here at the fan, man. So we've loved having him and, you know, always thinking about you, Road. And, you know, Fish, man, Fish is, Fish is, Fish knows what he's doing, man. Yes, Joe, he does. Joe's no, Joe's no rookie <laughs> here, man. He gets what he's doing. He's wearing cowboy gear, but we can look past that. Uh, this is my quarantine gear. I've been wearing this for the last two and a half So nobody's going to so. see you. Oh, so it. it's covered in the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. Throw it, all, all, throw it all the way away, bro. Uh, so we'll still be doing Hated or Love It at 1030. Joe will just be manning that and awarding the points. And, uh, you know, so that'll be uh, kind of what's going on, at least for now, on the show. There's a lot of things, question, you know, question marks about the future. But we're still here for now, and we are here uh, pushing forward for you, giving you content every single Sunday morning and all week. Um, we've been seeing a lot of love from listeners on social media and on the text line, et cetera, for just being here because for a lot of people, and I'm, I'm assuming most of you listening right now, although maybe Sunday morning, you're actually driving to your essential job, um, are, you're just kind of like, can I have something that feels normal? Yeah. And listening to sports radio is normal. No. So that I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that. I'm glad to be here for you during the week as well as here on Sundays, because I'm, I'm happy that I can be part of a solution to make you feel like 
whatever's happening is not as bad as crazy as it is. Well, it's it's nice to take a break. You know, I've like most Americans, I've been cooped up in the house for uh, a while, and so getting in the car and you know listening to the radios. One of those things I haven't been able to do, but you know, the other day my son and I just just took a, a drive. We didn't get out. We just, you know, let's just drive. I'm noticing you know, more somewhere. people on the road lately. I wonder how many people are just driving. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are just, you know, getting out. Not necessarily getting out and going anywhere. Like we drove uh, out and past Multnomah Falls just to have something to do. We've been uh, cooped up, but getting a chance to uh, listen to um, Dirt and Sprague. You know, it was cool to hear my guy's voice, and I haven't, heard, you know. I obviously don't get a chance to see see them quite often, so you know to be able to hear them and talk about sports for a minute and have some fun was cool, man. To listen to you guys on primetime for a little bit, man, it, it was cool. It, it made everything feel like kind of a normal day, and you know, so we know a lot of people that with you know things being closed, that drive on Sunday mornings, a lot of people aren't making. You know, a lot of people aren't really doing that. So, man, we appreciate everybody for really rocking with us. Right, right now. churches so, are closed. Yeah, you know, all yeah. the stuff that we would typically, you know, the, the traffic that we would get doesn't really exist right now. And so uh, we appreciate you guys for just continuing to support the fan as we just continue to try to, you know, give you something to, to talk about outside of this dang, you know, I'm not even going to say it no more. I don't even want to talk about it no more. Just you can't hide from it, Rashad. We can't hide from it, but I mean, dang. It's the coronavirus and or COVID-19 yeah. and yeah. or what was it? COVD SARS two? Is I that the technical name of it? Well, I call it an inconvenience. Is what I call it. That is. I mean, it is technically an inconvenience, but it's a lot worse than that as well. I did like this. Uh, I saw this yesterday, and it actually kind of made my heart swell a little bit. It was cool. Uh, did you see that K Brown uh, gave 140 ventilators to New York State uh, unannounced? She just called yeah. them up and we're like, "Hey, we've got extras right now. We're doing okay. We did the math. Our hospitals are going to be fine." Here's 140 ventilators that we can f- afford to spare. And to see Governor Cuomo in New York, he had, was doing he's doing daily pressers because, well, you know, New York is the epicenter at the moment. I mean, it was really it got me a little choked up. You know, it was like, this is cool. This is people helping people. And he said, we will return the favor. And all these New York citizens who were on Twitter were like, first ne- next time Oregon needs any help, New York will be the first ones you, there. I was like, that's you really know what, cool. You, you know what I've loved? Um, that's cool. During this whole thing. And it, I think it takes these, tr- these you know, really serious, almost kind of tr- tragic things to happen, you know, to our country and to people around the world for us to kind of be like, okay, we're, we're tripping. But just the way humanity has came through for itself, you know what I mean? Like all the people, the, everybody has for been. For the most part. Yeah, yeah I mean, for the, yeah, for the most part, like I'm looking around and you're, you're seeing um, business owners or excuse me, people that are property owners saying, man, you know what? Don't worry about the rent this month or don't worry about or only pay half of it this month or whatever you're seeing late fees like, are being yeah, waived for bills pge and and bond of the, all these places say you know what man we're not going to shut your power off right now like that's that's ridiculous we're not going to do that for you and just the way people have started to open things up for our seniors and for our younger people just to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to get you know the supplies and like i think it's really really cool how people have come through for people even robert Kraft going to get you know what a was ton it? of masks yeah, from a whole China. Bunch of masks yeah. in his own, you know, private plane to be able to kind of distribute to uh, healthcare workers. Like it's a little bit sad that he has to be the one doing that, considering. But you know, I mean, that's it, a different it, story. It, it, it is what it is, you know. But I think for the most part, it's great to look out and see whether, you know, you're a Democrat, Republican, whether you're Christian or Arab or you know Muslim, whatever the case is, everybody is kind of in the same boat and everybody's being really supportive of trying to make sure we get over this pandemic. So that's the one thing, man. Shout out to you, the people who are dealing with this and 
and really dealing with it in the in the right way, safely and stuff like that to make sure we can get through this, man. Shout out to you because you're you're the real MVP. Now, Suk has been saying this for the last week or so. I don't necessarily believe it's going to happen, but I'm hopeful that it will, is that we're being forced to make changes that are generally positive, I would say, right? I mean, you brought up some of the ones there in terms of giving more time to the the elderly. You know, they have a special time to go to the supermarket or mm-hmm. – you know, something like that, stuff along those lines. He's saying, I hope that we can learn from this and actually just be improved in the future. Now, I mean, we're humans. We're we're a-holes, right? So I feel like eventually that's going to fade and people are going to stop doing all the nice things again. But I guess I'm hopeful that this will teach us how to be better in the community. And I mean, me included, I'd probably, probably all three of us could probably say the same thing is that you could probably be better in the community after this, right? You know, everyone's selfish by nature and maybe this will open some doors for any person to be less so but uh i don't know it's tough when things get back to normal it's gonna be very quick for people just to be like oh i don't need to worry about this anymore great okay well i i saw a good thing about uh it's pretty funny that during this time if you don't come out with a new skill or trade or something that you've Absolutely. learned or you better yourself what the hell that's not a matter of a learning problem it's a work ethic problem like you should take the time to take some online classes, videos, learn something. And that's the, at least being a parent, Rashad, you know how this goes, is trying to find stuff to keep your kid engaged throughout the day mm-hmm. and make sure that they're prospering as a kid in education. But even for yourself, it's like, all right, I have now watched Tiger King for the third time. I have. I've, Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> no, Just watch I'm, it once. So I'm just saying, it's like you go through Netflix and you're like, all right, what else could I watch? Or how about maybe read or maybe do something that's going to better myself? And that's that's what people so, need to take this time for. I, I, had some com- I had some conversation with some of my students that I work with. And um, the whole conversation was, man, there's a good chance that we don't see each other again this school year. As far as being in class, being in schools, there's a great chance. That, that doesn't happen. Well, at this While point, gone, that's that's basically happening. Yeah, that's, it? I mean, it's it's the it's been pushed out to what April twenty eighth, right? The, the uh, quarantine. So there's a good chance that man, they say, you know what, in May and June, we're what's a month ahead, and a half? You know, we're gonna go ahead and, and say the nano on the rest of the year. Um, so what I was really trying to get through them is like take this opportunity to develop a skill. Like if you're just at home, like for me, I plan to get my real estate license. Like as you know, it takes one hundred and thirty hours. I'm pretty sure I have one hundred and thirty hours over the next however long uh to be able to achieve uh something like that so i I think everybody needs to be able to figure something i mean i want to learn spanish if this thing really goes on then man rosetta stone here i come because those are some things that we can always do some self-improvement my son uh we've been playing basketball in the front yard for shoot for two weeks now and just to watch him at first couldn't really dribble and now just kind of watch him dribble was like huh okay you know, that's well, he has a good teacher. That's better. He has an awesome teacher, you know, but <laughs> it's it's one of those things like, you know, everybody can take an opportunity to use this time to really make themselves better in whatever way. I'm doing a podcast called Fight or Flight. We've been doing some uh, interviewing some some local guys and local matchmakers and bookers and stuff like that. And just really talking about matchmakers. MMA. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just really talking about like MMA. getting people together and that's coming to forming relationships. That's and... coming too, man. I'm going to be. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give some relationship advice. And stuff like that. Some dating. Yeah, man. That's what that's what that's, what, you know, jack of all trades, man. So I figured this <laughs> this time it's just giving me nothing uh, but an opportunity to sit and think about, damn, what do you what do you really want to do you can bring me on and i can tell you all the things you need to do to stay single <laughs> no, for real. that's here's a cold part man. this is what you should not do with your partner there's a lot of people that would love to know how to stay single 
Yes, right. Yes. That there, is true. I, I know a lot of serial monogamists <laughs> and guys that love to jump in and out of relationships but don't really want to be in that relationship, you know, but they do it out of convenience. So that's a whole thing we can talk about. You know, <laughs> ask the love doctor anything, man. I'm pretty sure I've got an answer for you. Well, okay. First of all, I think the love doctor's taken. You got to think of a cool, unique name for yourself. The ladies' man. Leon Phelps. I mean, that's literally taken, but <laughs> <laughs> you can't be Leon Phelps. He still exists and is alive, too. Yeah. You got to think of something interesting for yourself. You got to think of your, a really good love, love doctory kind of name. Dr. Love. Ah, the creative genes are really working right I'll here let, on I'll Sunday let, morning. I'll let the people come up with the, you know, with no, the No, don't name. let the, this is your chance to, to label yourself. Don't let them come up with it. Rendezvous with Rashad. Boom. That's not bad. Yeah, R&R. That's not bad. Yeah. Ooh. Let's go ahead. And okay. I like that. Yeah. Let's Rest go and relaxa relaxation or rendezvous with Rashad. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Let's, let's go it ahead. It sounds and fancy. Right. It does. Let's go ahead. Rendezvous. And right I used to have with a, Rashad. I had a Buick rendezvous. Uh, Is that was, why you, that word was top of mind? It really was, man. I had a Buick <laughs> rendezvous. It kind of looked, for those of you who know, it kind of looks like a SUV, but kind of looks like a van too. Either way, man, it was it was, now. it was a good it was a good time, you know, with their rendezvous. I would rendezvous in the rendezvous. Oh, that is something. Yeah, that looks like uh, it looks like a poor man's. Uh, Careful, Lynch. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, what's Talk the car the that's in Breaking Bad? Like Aztec or whatever. It looks like a poor man's Aztec. Yeah, the, the reason I say poor man's is I because that's that. the famous one because of the show. I the Pontiac Aztec, I believe. Whatever it is. It has the weird back. It's got like this weird angled back with like it, these triangular yeah, lights that it, do not look exactly. in it's place kinda, at all. When I first saw it, it was like, dope SUV. I was like, is that a van? It's like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, it was hard to tell. Either way, you can fit a lot of people in there, which I found to be very, very helpful at points. Well, rendezvous with Rashad and the Buick rendezvous. How about that? Go. I love it. Record your podcast in the car. Well, actually, I don't have the rendezvous anymore. Well, go get it. I'm sure I'm, it's cheap. I've, I haven't seen a rendezvous in like 10 years. I'm pretty sure Buick doesn't make those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a break. Uh, don't think you're getting off the hook, by the way. He told me a very funny story about eating a lot based on my McDonald's challenge. So we're going to get to that next. Uh, we also have Dabo Sweeney being a bit of a dope. Really? Uh, surprising. I know a college football coach doesn't know what he has to say in this situation. Um, Rashad has been watching WrestleMania, but there's been no fans. And uh, yeah, this has to be talked. Yeah, about. it's going to be talked about. I haven't watched it. So you two can can go for it because Joe's a big wrestling guy, too. So um, you guys can bond over that. Uh, we've had the esports starting to get pushed even more and more on us every single week. You know, I'm talking about that. And uh Hall of Fame, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Basketball Hall of Fame. I did have that in the notes as well. Uh, probably the best class of all time. Definitely the best class of all time. There's a couple of other good ones that I found, but uh, this is probably the best class of all time. So we'll get to all of that here on Sort of Sports Sunday uh, with Mike and Rashad. 55305 is the fan text line. Coming up next, though, Rashad tells a funny story about eating too much. This is the fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Good call. It is a good call. It is. Um, it It's strange because a lot of bad things are happening, but they're not happening necessarily because the people have been. 
the people who it's happening to have been bad. It's happening because of something out of everyone's control. So my hope is that when it gets under control, people will then get what they lost back. That's my hope. In a lot, in a lot of situations, at least. That's no, my hope. Yeah, you know, it, 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 we know this is going to pass. We hope this is, you know, we just hope it comes sooner than later. Uh, we just hope everybody kind of keeps this the same energy they have right now. You know, that old, that, 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 that new adage that the kids kind of bought up, man, keep that energy. Man, keep this positive energy going. Like, there's been so many cool things that have come out of this, this situation that you wouldn't even know. The music right now is so much fun. Like, I've been watching these, like, DJ or kind of like, um, ra or like battles between producers on Instagram or whatever, man. It's been all Timbaland versus Swiss Beats for an hour and a half. Wasn't it T-Pain um, versus Lil John T-Pain versus uh, Lil John last night. Today, it's Teddy Riley versus Babyface as far as his back. I'm like, man, that's super awesome, man. Like, things that we wouldn't, you know, their DJ D-Nice is doing quarantine, like, clubs. So he's just doing, you know, spinning the ones and twos from Instagram, people are dancing. Like it's just something fun and cool. And we're also starting to see that, man, this is a this is the new normal. The way that we've been meeting, I've been doing so many virtual meetings and stuff like that over the past little bit. Like this is how things are gonna be moving, moving forward as far as like this whole VR from no, the VR virtual meeting and things like that. Like that well, VR is happen. coming too. VR so. is coming too. We know that, you know, but uh this is just the new normal and I think people are gonna have to kind of get used to it. This text, I hope this is a joke, but uh our internet went down yesterday on the bright side. I discovered my daughter's eyes are blue. Oh, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> that's a nice thing to discover. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm sure what do you think the word is I'm, brown? I'm sure they're beautiful. Yeah. Eyes, you know what I'm saying? Huh. <laughs> man, man. What's your my name My daughter again? has blue eyes. What's your name again? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's, who, that's who, a good dad right Who is there. this person in my house? That's a good dad right there. I All love right. It. Let's tell the funny story, Rashad. So for those who didn't hear primetime this week, I did the McDonald's eating challenge on Wednesday. If you want to go listen to the podcast, they are up there. I hour one and hour two would be the ones to listen to as they updated me eating. The challenge was I had to eat in 90 minutes, three double quarter pounders, one single quarter pounder, two large fries, 20 piece chicken McNuggets and four large sodas. Brutal. I took Diet Cokes, thankfully, because I didn't want to catch diabetes in 90 minutes. Um, Catch diabetes. Catch diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to develop diabetes. Uh, I didn't want to catch it in my mouth. Um, I did it in 74 minutes, and uh, I felt terrible, obviously. The worst part was the soda. I did not vomit. I did use the restrooms many times the next two days, um, but it is now clear out of my system. I was burping for like three days. The gas was just in my stomach and chest for three days afterwards. I would wake up and I'd be like, why does my chest hurt? Blah, burp. Oh, there's a bubble of burps in there. Okay, great. Um, don't do it if you were thinking of doing it because it hurts a lot, but you can do it. It's doable. And then Rashad comes in and, and tops that story with one of his own. So the floor is yours, sir. Please. So Tell the story. Just let me preface all these comments by saying, you know, when you're young, you just do things that are that don't make much sense. Not a lot of rhyme and reason. You know, you just do them because you you say yes, then just, you just keep going from there. You one, two, three, go. You know, and so um, for those of you who don't know, I'm incredibly talented. And one, <laughs> and uh, I, so I was in songbird uh, of our generation. I hear wow. there it is. And so I was in. Uh, musicals and stuff like that and plays in high school mm -hmm. on top of being doing like sports and so 
springtime. So we're getting ready for guys and dolls. That's so far, you're not proving that you're yeah. talented. You're just saying you did a lot of things. Well, I did but... a lot of things, but you know, I'll, I'll, you know, if you want these talents, you're gonna have to, you know, catch me, catch me on online, and then I'll let you know the the website. Okay. <laughs> but um, so we're www.pornhub.com. Uh, <laughs> there it is, man. <laughs> Only fans. So um, <laughs> so uh. Me and my buddies were leaving a uh, play rehearsal. It's a Friday. And so we're all leaving. It's like five guys in a Honda. And so we're we're checking out and we're driving down Broadway. And a buddy of mine goes, man, we should get some food, man. Let's go to Taco Bell. And somebody else goes, my friend Noah goes, man, I could eat that entire menu right now. And we all kind of laugh and joke. And we all kind of give a second and look at each other. It's like, man, that's not a bad idea to order one of everything from Taco Bell's menu. That's exactly what we do. Instead of getting like all the chalupas and all the gorditas, man, just give me one chalupa, one gordita, and give me one of everything mm. on the menu. You should have gotten all the chalupas though. Yeah, well, they I mean, had a was, lot of good sauces. That was on extra. Those. That was extra. You know, chalupas were kind of expensive, and you know, this is at a time in two thousand one where Taco Bell is not expensive. It, it literally, well, it's still the, not expensive. The, the entire menu cost us like thirty three dollars. You know, so it was it was nothing and everything. So we get one of everything: one Mexican pizza, one tw- tw- the the twist. This is when they used to have tots at this point, like some like Mexi, uh, Mexi fries. So we get back to our friend's house and it's all laid on the table. And then my buddy's parents are gone. So they leave all the beer and all the PBR in the refrigerator. So there is like literally two cases, two 24s of PBR or two 12s of PBR. And then pull it out and we just, man, we have at it and we attack. And usually like three hours later, you can see everybody's kind of like ugh, stretched out and burping and a lot of everything. An hour after that, everybody's sick. So you see guys throwing up and, and garbage cans. I'm like, okay, well, I'm good. I'm fine for right now. <laughs> right until 4 in the morning, stomach starts bubbling. Now, mind you, I have a basketball game, like a rec league game, to play in on Saturday. And at like 10 o'clock, uh, man, I'm throwing up everywhere. I'm, it's, man, I'm, I'm crapping uncontrollably. Like, this stuff, it was terrible. I was like, man, this is, what is this? And so, get up and get ready for the game. Or that my ready. friend is Taco Bell. Oh, my gosh. So, get up and get ready to go to the game. And, <laughs> and as, I, as I'm throwing up, now I'm getting sick because I've been drinking a bunch of paps at this point. Mind you, I'm 17. So, not... No, you're 21, wink, wink. Wink, wink. But I'm 17 at this point. And so, I'm throwing everything up, and now I'm starting to feel even sicker at this point. My friend's bassed out. He's not waking up. I have to call my mom to come and pick me up. So, of course, mom's asking me all type of weird questions about why I look so pale and what I was told her, oh, something I ate. She's like, yeah, right. She doesn't believe me. Takes me to the game. Technically true. I get there late. I get to the game late. My friend, uh, Chris in Portland, his dad is our coach at this time. And so as soon as I walk into the gym, he's like, get into the game. We're getting smacked by like 13 in the first four minutes of the game. So get into the game. I come in. I make one shot. I make a layup, and I never stop running, and I run right to the water fountains. You know, those double-sided water fountains. One side is water. The other one is just there for no reason, like to spit in or something like that. <laughs> and so I man, just completely all over the place. The referee stops the game, asks me if I'm okay. I go to the sideline. Are you just, okay? No, I'm not okay. No, I'm, so I'm not I, okay. I go to the sideline. I just continue to throw up everywhere. It was the worst. Like I, I Did you throw up the on the ground? Into a into you know those school cards uh, garbage cans those big <laughs> like gray ones yeah you know yeah they rolled one of those over to me you know I had the wheels on it so they rolled it over there to me and so I throw up all in that look back at my mom with this look of shame on my face and she's looking like yeah you were drinking last night and I know it so now I'm at home but see here's the thing you were 
But it was probably the Taco Bell that caused this. But it was probably the beers and the, <laughs> and, the and the Hood River Distillery. I forgot about that part. Uh, so Hood River Distillery, HRD. Yeah. I mean, I think you just have to say those three letters in succession. Yeah, anybody, yeah. Anybody, anybody who grew up here, anybody knows. grew up here, and you know what HRD is, then man, I haven't I'm, grown up here, and I know what that is. There's no need for explanation. We called so, it the Crystal Palace back in Syracuse. Man, yeah, that was the name. We call it Death here in in Oregon. You know, so. Uh, mix that in there. I'm super sick. So I'm laying at home. And you mixed it time. in what? No, I didn't mix it. I'm saying you throw a couple shots of peach HRD I thought you were like there. drinking it with the PBR. I'm no, like, dude. No. But yeah, it was kind of like, oh, man, I'll chase it with, with the beer. We're yeah. tough guys, right? And so uh, all that put together, I'm super sick. And now I'm on the couch. It's playoff time. The Lakers are playing somebody I can't remember. But they keep showing this, this excuse me, this McDonald's commercial of Kobe taking this big bite out of this big and tasty and every single time they showed it, I was I I just threw up even more every single time. And they showed that commercial. I'm literally. sure that burger was delicious too. Um, man, big and tasty's were awesome. Do you think still, that does that does that thought of that commercial bring you back to the sick feeling you had that day? Yes. Like, do you still get triggered yes. by that day? I saw that commercial on YouTube, like you know, shortly after Kobe passed and everything. And I saw that commercial, and instantly I was like. It's like flashbacks Gross. to Nam. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. So it was. It's one of those things. It took me a long time to. It, it had to have been like ten years before I had any Taco Bell, you know, ever again. I don't mind it, you know, but I'm not going there. But that was my. So when you told me you ate all that McDonald's, I was like, ugh. Well, that's, that's, that's I tough. don't. I don't eat fast food. So I think the other part for me that was tough was that that was the first time I had fast food in a very long time. Yeah. So not only was it a lot of food. It was fast food when my body is not used to it. My body reacted so strange. I had never felt so weird in my life. I was like tingling but let me ask you this. and In sweating. Initially, that first bite of quarter pounder had to have been like, oh, that's good. Don't lie. I mean, it's relative. I, I didn't say, oh, that's good. But I went, oh, I remember liking these growing up. Yeah. I would. I don't know if I'd say. Oh my god. No. Hopefully you weren't. Yeah. Hopefully you weren't salivating like that. But you know, after I've haven't had. The, the unpopular thing that it was was I had never had a chicken McNugget before that ever. That's some, not something you need to have ever again. Uh, well, I tried it and I was like, "This is going to be a first time for me," and it was. Chicken mm. nuggets are for kids. It was not great. Yeah, seriously, if you are a grown ass man and you order chicken nuggets, I'm looking at you weird. What are you doing? How how old are you? Like, yeah, you you want them? You want to. But the fact that I'd never even had one, I thought was kind of strange. You better be ordering 220s if that's the case. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You better be getting those 220s, man. There used to be a time where McDonald's had a bucket of fries. You might remember that? I remember the bucket. Man, uh, seriously, it was like $3. It was literally a a bucket of of fries. I would go there because it was right by Grant. I would go to McDonald's all the time just let me get a bucket of fries. That's all I would need. Then Suke said he wanted to bring in more eating challenges for me, which I told him. Although I enjoy the idea of that, I can't do that right I'd now. I'd do some spicy challenges. I'd much, I'd, I'd really, I did the Great Balls of Fire at, at uh, Salvador, Mollies. Salvador Mollies, yeah. Shout out to Salvador Mollies, man. It was really balls. hard, but it was it was good. They're good, but they're... I mean, it hurt on the way out. Yeah, it's that's usually... Hurt on the way out. Usually the way it goes. Hot Cheetos burn my boo-boo now, so it's just one, it's just one of those things, man. Salvador Mollies, I know, is going to do... Uh, just a, a tad bit more than that. On that note. <laughs> okay, here come the sports. Flaming Hot Cheetos burn my poo-poo. It's true. A that is a, that might go down as one of the greatest lines in this show's history. I'm, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> It'd be red and stuff. It's like, yeah, no, this isn't cool. All right, you don't need to go into more details. We picture just it. Saying. We picture it. We get it.
we get it. I don't need to know the colors of what's happening here. All right, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of uh, sports sort of next. Uh, Dabo Sweeney, foot in mouth. And is he right or wrong? That's next. First Joe has sports. Sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine thirty-seven here on your Sunday morning. Mike, Rashad, and Joe with you until eleven o'clock. If you've done any sort of eight crazy food challenges, feel free to let us know. Fan text line five five three zero five. I wish there was somewhere to listen to good reggae here. That'd be cool. I have a somewhat okay reggae playlist on Spotify I can refer you to. Man, let me know, bro. That'd be awesome. I was going to say, somewhere here, I mean. Well, in Portland, I'm saying. like, You want, like, no, a radio station? No, I want a reggae club oh. Oh. or a reggae night to where I could go and, you know. This city doesn't really scream reggae, does it? Yeah, it does, though. There's a lot of hippies here. It does, but reggae. it doesn't. Yeah, seriously. Well, I, I got into reggae again after I went to Hawaii back in May because they literally have like four or five reggae radio stations. So driving down the road in the highways, I would flip through their stations, hit scan, see what they had, and it seemed like every other station was reggae. I know a lot of white guys with dreads. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of those here. That does exist here. You so are right. saying, yes, you if are you right. want to have a reggae night, I guarantee you, you could have pretty good for sure i was when you said reggae club i was like i don't know if that would work just, but a night or like a night. weekend or just something just yeah. rent out the local dispensary and you'll have plenty of people bingo, bingo, bongo. <laughs> that's true all right so Dabo sweeney clemson head football coach uh, i watch I, i'm not gonna say squarely stuck his foot in his mouth but he stuck his foot in his mouth this week so you know we're we're at the point now with this virus that most people Maybe maybe most is the wrong word. A majority of people know that this is serious and that this could take a long time to come back from, right? I think there is a hope that it comes back sooner rather than later. I think there's still this hope that June is this magic month where all of a sudden things are going to happen again, right? I think a lot of people don't want to lose summer, right? There's this, this thought of like, oh, my God, we're going to lose an entire summer, especially when you live here and our summers are beautiful, and then our winters are not <laughs> that you don't want to lose those three months of having sunshine and being able to go outside. Um, I think people are really worried about that. So there's the hope that it's June, but I think a majority of people know that this could go into the fall. Right. And that hell, I mean, for me, there's a thought that this could go until next year. I don't think it will, but I think it can. And that's in the back of your head. Right. And then Dabo Sweeney comes out, who is a, a person who has a, a huge sway with people, right? A lot of people listen to what he has to say. Clemson is a huge team, you know, has a ton of fans in the Southeast, has a ton of fans nationwide because a lot of people like to root for the teams that are good, and Clemson's been very good. And he comes out and he says that he has zero doubt that college football is going to start on time and that he's created this acronym, TIGERS, which is called This Is Going to End Real Soon. And he's like, I'm only looking at this as a positive. I'll let everybody else be doom, doom and gloom and, and have all these doomsday scenarios. But I can only do one thing, and that's run straight downhill to start football on time. And I feel like that's Dabo. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, Dabo's really passionate about football. But when you're in a situation like this, that's really irresponsible 
of a person with as much clout as he has, with as many people who listen to what he has to say and believe what he has to say, it's really dangerous to say stuff like that, especially in a region of the country that, according to statistics, has not really been doing a great job of social distancing and may be hit really hard next. Um, so I, I just feel like it's really irresponsible of him to say this. And he, I, knowing him, he'll probably just double down on it too because he's Dabo. Uh, Dabo kind of strikes me as, as – he, it's weird because I went from really pulling for Dabo Sweeney at first. You know, the, the, that first national championship with Sean Watson was really, really pulling for him because you want to see – I think we want to see anyone else – other than Alabama win, right? Anybody else is good at this point. So um, he was this, this fiery coach, and it's like, man, I, I want to – I like this guy all of a sudden. And then he won, and then he won again. And then he start, you then he, all of a sudden I think he starts showing, like, who he really is, you know, and uh, he's kind of a – He's a stereotype. Of, yeah, he's, 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 he's somebody who's got a lot of uh, exposure. He's someone who has a lot of power and pull – because that's what national championships bring. We talk about college football more than a lot of other sports. Like, you can really build a legacy based off of winning one national championship. Like, seriously, you can be in this in, in this thing to where you can keep a job somewhere for years to come because you won a championship in 97, 2000, whatever the case is. And Dabo Sweeney is somebody who's really taken advantage of the fact that, man, he is one of the recent national championship winners. He's got two of them in, what, Three years, something like that. Is that the, is that the case? Two and three years. Uh, three. I mean, three, they did three and four years. Right, I mean, they didn't win last year, but yeah, yes. last year, but yeah. So yeah. Sean he Watson, won, yeah, he yeah. won his two. He won them within you know three years, you know, of each other and everything. And I think he just he's remember last year he had the situation with the transfer student who transferred like week six. Kelly Bryant. Thank you, Kelly Bryant. Week six of the season, week five of the season, and was told you know wasn't going to get a national championship ring, even though the one game that they could have lost, he came in there, stepped in, and won the game for them through touchdowns and everything. I think that was like, two years ago now. That was a couple yeah. years ago, yeah. But yeah. either way, he was the one that came out and said he wasn't on the team. Well, he was on the team. He's in your stat sheet, and he's a reason one of your t uh, 13 wins is a win and not a loss. And it doesn't strike me as weird that he said this because I feel like this is who he kind of is. I have a cousin that lives in Atlanta. We've, we haven't been talking as often, but the one thing she was kind of letting me know is that, yeah, people aren't listening. People are still out. They're still shopping. They're still going places, and they're still, you know, out there doing stuff. So, yeah, somebody like Dabo Sweeney, somebody like Nick Saban, who has a huge amount of pull in these, you know, smaller states or in some of these, you know, more rural states, like, can say, stay at home. Let's let this thing be over. I think it's kind of arrogant of Dabo to come out and say, this this thing's going to end real soon. Okay, cool. You came up with the cool acronym uh, for Tigers. Like, we get it. But at the same time, man, you should be preaching – you know, then say, get everybody get safe. Everybody, man, do the right thing, especially in a sport we hear. When you have that voice, when you, you should. have that voice, especially when we hear about guys getting staph infection and all type of things just from working out. Like, this is a, t a time to say, now's not the time to be weird. Let's go ahead, man. We're going to wait. We don't know what's going to happen. We're just going to go ahead and, and keep doing our things individually. That's what you tell people right now. But don't tell them, man, this is going to be over real soon. Season's going to start. No, it's, I, don't, I don't think it is either. I'm with you. Like, I think there's, there's a lot of stuff that we will have missed in between there. Spring practice and spring games, those are gone. We're not going to get those. So uh, the recruiting uh, thing like that, that they're still doing, you know, via Instagram and, and right. stuff like that. They're still figuring there's out. There's no in-home visits, though. There's, there's no campus visits. 
all the stuff that would, would have drawn kids to your – man, all that's gone. They're going to have to push the college season out. Honestly, I just I, – I don't see – I don't see a, reason, a way for them to start the NFL season on time. I think they have to push these things out if they well, really want to have a full season. Let's Let's talk about that next, and I want to lead it into – the conversation that you want to bring up about WrestleMania as well. We might do it in two segments. We might do it in, in one, but I'm really starting to think we're just not going to have sports in 2020 or for the rest of 2020. No, I mean, it just, it just seems really difficult to do based on the, what has been missed, the amount of time it's going to take to come back. And frankly, based on the safety of the people, because you know, there's all these thoughts of like, the coronavirus is going to have a bounce back, right? We're going to think we get it, and then it's going to come back again. And if you start introducing fans into stadiums and you start bringing sports back and people go to bars to watch games or whatever the case may be, then all of a sudden you're reintroducing it back to the people. So Back at square one. Not necessarily square one because we'd be working towards a vaccine and we'd have hopefully right. some treatments for it because there's a lot of past at right. that point. But. And, and treatments will hopefully be ready. The one guy from Stanford said that they were think they found a potential treatment uh, using like the SARS vaccine that it wouldn't cure the virus, but it would help make it. It'd be like Tamiflu. When you have the flu and you take Tamiflu, it makes it last like half the time mm -hmm. and the symptoms are half as strong. They could have that. So as long as we have a treatment, then I think things can come back to normal. I just don't know when that's going to be. Um, but yeah, so football might not play this year. And if things do play, do you really want them in front of no fans? That's next here on sort of sports Sunday on 10 to the fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine forty-nine Sunday morning. Mike, Rashad, Joe, and Bob today. Good old Robert Marley. Um. I, I'm starting to get to the point where I have to accept that football is not going to be here, that baseball is not going to be here. Uh, we started seeing rumblings yesterday from the NBA reports that they've they've come to the conclusion that is the NBA season's not finishing this year. Yeah. Um, they're not saying that yet, and because they still want to try everything in their power, but the idea of putting everybody in one central location, Vegas, and playing games. When they brought that up, I thought that was moronic, and they're finally getting to the point of going, yeah, we can't just, like, test everybody and say it's fine and then hope that nothing's going to happen. I mean, like, that's Let's play that would be pretty Vegas. irresponsible, too. Yeah. Let's go to Vegas where there's lots of people there. Where that's everything's closed. Well, that's what I'm saying is that's why they chose to do it there is that no one would be there but the NBA, and they could take up all the hotels. But, there's, I mean, there's no guarantee. You can't watch all the players. You can't make sure they're not seeing people. I mean, there's no guarantee that they're all going to be safe. So when I saw that, I was like, that's not going to work. And that that was what the rumors and reports were coming out from yesterday, basically, that this is not going to work. And um, I'm coming to the realization, and I'm trying to force this conclusion down my throat because I hate it, that I don't know how we have sports in 2020. And in some ways, I think that's the right move. Just we know sports are important to us as people, and there's a lot of money in sports. But in terms of what it really is, sports is not really that important, no. quote unquote, in the grand scheme of things. So if that's a place that would be a really bad spot to be, 
and we talked about this when you were out yesterday, last week, Rashad, you know, there was a ground zero in Italy. It was a Champions League game between an Italian team and a Spanish team. And that region in Italy where the game was held and the region in Spain where the Spanish team traveled from uh, were hotspots in Italy and, and Spain because of that one game. 40,000 people were in the stands for that game. And, I mean, sports is a Petri dish. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, was I, I was saying this a couple of weeks ago on the Hot Corner. It's like, what is... That is the antithesis of what we need to do. Hey, I know that we want sports really bad, so give it a couple months and we'll get 60, 70,000 of y'all back in a room together, all crammed together within six feet, within a foot of each other, you know? It's all right. We'll get to that. It will be very soon. Right. No, no. I think it was just wishful thinking. And I think it was, in some ways, I don't think it was necessarily like done with a negative intention. No. I think it was people need hope, right? This is a really essy time and people are scared and they're not sure what's going to happen and things that they love are going away. Um, I'm to the point now where I'm kind of saying maybe it would be best just to wait until February of next year, right? Like that would be the start of baseball again. That'd be the start of the MLS again. And then you just kind of go. And I know that's a ton of money lost for these leagues. And maybe for, for big leagues, that's not going to be as big of a deal because they make a lot of money and they have a lot in the bank. But I mean, for college sports, it'd be huge. Obviously there's a lot of negatives to it, but I mean, the most important thing is making sure that people stop dying. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of in my head getting to that point of just saying, all right, get ready for a year, no sports. And I hope I'm wrong because it'd be great if it was, if it was the right thing to do to bring it back in, in by October, we get sports again, but, or whatever by June. I mean, I don't, I, again, I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe, um, but I don't, I just, I got to get myself prepared because there's no other way to be prepared for something like this, for something you love so much. I think this is, um, this is a huge sacrifice for everybody. I think this, this quarantine has really forced us all to sacrifice something for me. It's my barber. You know, it's one of those things like being able to. I saw you complaining about your hair. It looks fine, dude. No, it doesn't, bro. Yes, I, you you know? see me over here. Yeah. I was grow, growing it out before this all happened, and now they've closed all the salons. And now I'm like, well, I'm really growing it. Out now. <laughs> yeah, so. I got lucky. I had a haircut like a week before they closed everything, so I got it like right in that sweet spot. But I'm gonna, it's gonna grow long. I mean, my hair's gonna grow. <laughs> yeah, and I'm tired of lining myself up. It doesn't look <laughs> the same, you know, when I do it, but. Um, this is just one of those sacrifices that I think as fans, as sports fans, uh, we're all making right now. And it, I think it's an important sacrifice to make, you know, just because you mentioned it, Lynch, when we go to football games or basketball games, we don't think twice about being safe or about our neighbor being sick or something like that. You know, we just go and we go to, to enjoy the game. And now I think there's so much fear among people. Like every time I'm at the store, I'm like, I mean, they have a mask. Are they, are they infected? What's going on? Like, and so it's even for me, it's like uh, there's still that bit of anxiety when I'm around some people to or around when, I, when I'm in some places just as far as shopping. And I'm like, man, this isn't a good idea. So I can imagine being sitting next to somebody that I don't know and I'm not sure uh, has any traits of, of COVID-19 or anything like that. And then gets like I don't want to worry about certain things when I'm at the game. You know, I don't want to worry about certain things when we're watching the game or worry about if, if players or, or coaches or referees are sick and possibly spreading, you know, this thing. I just, just take time and let this thing be over. Now, we got to understand, it's still going to be here. It's not going to go away forever. Like, this is something that's going to be in the in the air and in the mix. Like, it's, it's not going to go away. For, for people who, and I was one included in the beginning, who were saying, 
it's just like the flu. I mean, it is, that's still technically true. It is a strain of the common cold, actually. The coronavirus is the common cold. It's a strain of it that's really dangerous. That's, what's, that's what we're dealing with. So it will be there, but we will have a vaccine, which, by the way, Pitt, Joe's favorite school, well, favorite basketball school, basketball, yeah. uh, came up with the vaccine, and now they got to start testing. And again, that's a long process, but uh, so we were working towards it, right? And I alluded to it last segment. There was a doctor that we played audio from on primetime who said that he had found a way to treat it. It's going to take, he said, about September when they can start treating it because you got to go through human testing and you got to make sure you go through all the right protocols. And it's, you can't really rush these things. I mean, you can, but then you risk killing people by giving them medicine that doesn't sit well with them. Um, that we will be able to treat it and then vaccines will be a vaccine. And the other positive, if you know, want to get super scientific with it, is I was reading an article that said that it's not mutating, really. There's the strains that are out there are within one or two like genetic parts of each other. Whereas like the flu mutates a ton, which is why every year you get a flu shot or you don't, but it's available every year because they're guessing what that flu is going to be that year. This is not mutating like that. So it's going to be the same or very close to the same moving forward. So if you get the vaccine, it should work. And if you get it, the treatments should work. So that's a positive, it right? Is. It will be here, but it won't be a pandemic once we get on top of it. No, I just, I, and on as far as the NBA actually playing in Vegas or anything, I just, you mentioned WrestleMania and that was something I know we were, we were kind of, you know, touching on. It's not, WrestleMania is the biggest show of the year for the WWE. It's not fun to watch without any people. Well, hold your thoughts. Cause I want to get to that next. I was saving that for next. Cause that was the other idea was that, okay, so sports don't come back with fans and everyone's like, well, we'll play with no fans. We'll play with no fans. Baseball has been really big on the playing with no fans thing. I've seen a lot about that. Um, people have had the ideas of like, make sure that there's six seats between every person who goes to the place. And it's like Marlins fans. Like we play with no fans all the time. What do you mean? <laughs> and easy. we have seen a no fans game before in baseball as well due to riots. Um, so we'll get to that next. Also next hour, we do have hate it or love it. And, uh, I had one more thing in the notes. Oh yeah. The, uh, the basketball hall of fame. Um, and I can, I don't need to talk about the esports sports things unless you want to talk about, you know, the 2K nope. NBA thing. Nope. All right. Basketball Hall of Fame. Kobe. All right. Tim Duncan, my two favorite players of all time. I think Kevin Garnett's in there too. Uh, he's okay. Anything is possible. That's next hour here on Sports Sunday on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.